Welcome to the What You Say and How You Say It podcast. I'm your host, Paul Kavicki, and with me today are Roberta Terrell and Jonathan Ross, who work with DTN Productions International, Hallmark of Etiquette. In today's increasingly casual world, let's talk about verbal effectiveness, word choices, slang, and lazy language, specific to professional interviews and environments. Now, what are some of the top taboos, Jonathan? Well, of course, generational slang is prevalent, but it is critical to know when, if, and how much to use in a professional setting, such as an interview. But you're suggesting that some is acceptable. Well, actually, I suggest remaining more formal during an interview. It translates into respect. Too casual indicates a certain familiarity that doesn't exist in an interview. And remember, good grammar counts. Now, what are some examples, Roberta, uh, of lazy language? Too many filler words, Paul. Ums, ahs, uhs, yeah, nope, gotchas. Essentially, non-words and poor enunciation make for a bad first impression. And slang examples that would be taboo? Well, like, the number one, like, complaint today, like, is the excessive use of the word like. Other examples include no problem, dude, sweet, for sure. You know what I mean. New slang terms pop up frequently. And don't forget about cliches. I'm having a senior moment, a blonde moment, an early Alzheimer's moment. These are all inappropriate. Verbal responsibility or irresponsibility is noticed and makes an impact for a memorable interview. So clear communication and no mumbling. In other words, speak up, be understandable, and verbally appropriate, right? Now, would it be appropriate to ask about sick days, flex time, or vacation time during a first interview? No, no, and no. Those are top questions that imply it's all about me. So as we're discussing what to say and how to say it in this podcast, those would be questions best left for a later third or fourth interview. And also recommended is the right amount of diplomacy. Use words that are courteous and sincerely respectful. Anything that sounds fake won't be complimentary to your image. When you're speaking, it needs to sound like you mean it and that this is the real you. In regard to casual versus formal, how should the candidate address the interviewer? By a first name or Mr., Ms., Doctor, or or some other title? Again, stay on the side of showing more respect by addressing the interviewer formally. Mr. Thomas, Ms. Stevens, Dr. Lawrence, at least until they insist on a first name usage. And professional women in general prefer the Ms. title. What if you can't pronounce or you forget their name? Now, these are common issues with which people often struggle. When their name is given to you, that's the opportunity to ask them to repeat it again if it's hard to understand. People with difficult names are accustomed to this, and they prefer that you ask rather than mispronounce it. That is so true. And focus. You need to remember the names given to you in the interview. That includes even if it is a panel interview with several people. Have you noticed any nervous verbal behaviors that deserve a mention here? Yes, often when people are nervous, they tend to ramble and reveal. They talk too much and reveal information that wasn't asked and shouldn't have been shared. Many interviewees say after the interview is over, why did I say that? So pause and reflect before you open your mouth. When the interviewer asks the standard question, tell me a little bit about yourself. It means a little, no more than 60 to 90 seconds or their eyes will start to glaze over. And females have a tendency to giggle and laugh nervously. Keeping that under control is so essential. Now let's go to the social networking. It's popular today, so uh, what are your suggestions? Because there is a landmine of potential issues. It is much more serious than you think, Paul. An increasing number of employers are doing their homework and researching the sites to see what they can dig up on their potential hire. Plain and simple, assume all information on any social networking site is or will be public in the near future. Establish and maintain your privacy settings and don't use vulgar or offensive language. 
Don't trash talk your college or other colleges. Don't reference to any illegal behaviors. And be careful with pictures you post. And this is huge. Monitor what others are posting about you. It can be seen. Okay, get this, guys. According to a recent study, 38% of employers said the social networks negatively impacted their view of a potential candidate prior to and some even lost the possibility of an interview. Uh, So in other words, it's your reputation that's on the line. Yes, and it will precede you and certainly follow you for years to come. Well, thanks, Jonathan and Roberta, for the words to the wise. 